when you live with that your whole life, it's kind of a confusing process actually to learn how to discern like that you're picking up information that other people don't. So that was actually a huge part of my journey was realizing that I had to learn how to like put words to things that I just inherently feel and know. And I wouldn't speak before because I just assumed that like everybody knew these things. Yeah. I just feel like that's important to share because I'm not like seeing some like physical figure in front of me. Um, It's all very subtle. And so for my sessions, um, I like to prepare in advance. I don't think I will always do it this way. You're listening to Breaking the Ice Podcast, a podcast I created for wives and girlfriends of pro hockey players. My name's Devin Dodaro. I'm the wife of Charlie Dodaro. We have two dogs, a little boy Crosby, and a baby girl on the way. We spent eight months of the year living the hockey life in Europe, but we've also spent about five seasons in North America. I've been around the block, sometimes just for a cup of coffee, but I wanted to share the tools, resources, and what's helped me along the way while also learning every week from each and every one of you. In this podcast, we share tips, tricks, do's, and don'ts for all things women, all things hockey, friendships, trades, long distance, moves, and life in general, so you don't feel so alone. So put your headphones in, go for a walk, and feel like you're sitting down with your best girlfriends. Oh, and make sure to follow the page on Instagram, Breaking the Ice Pod. Let's lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. I I feel like you're just the energy like I needed to see today. <laughs> I'm so to do this. And for those listening, I did a reading with Carly. I think I found you through Instagram. Like good old Instagram, such a good way to like find people. But I I did my first reading with you like a couple months before I conceived my daughter. And I think I remember like we had a conversation how like you almost canceled the reading, but then you're so glad you didn't because like something came up. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I am remembering that actually. I think you were probably the last reading that I did before I officially like took a break for for my mat leave. Yeah. Um, I and I was, was, yeah, I was just like feeling like so drained and I, I wasn't sure that I could like do another session, but yeah, I'm really glad I did. <laughs> I know. I'm really glad too. And I, so many of the things that you shared with me throughout the reading, I just like, couldn't stop thinking about it. And it really resonated with me. And so far, like, I feel like everything's like panning out of what you've told me, which is really cool. And we'll chat about that in a bit, but yeah, I'm just so excited you're here and I'm happy for people that are listening to like find your account and, you know, hopefully schedule readings with you too. Cause I think it's really, really a cool experience. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we'll just start off and I'll ask you like point blank, what is a spirit baby? Yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, so I guess like really simply a spirit baby is a soul that is getting ready to come to earth to incarnate for this lifetime. And this also includes souls who have been lost through miscarriage or termination, as well as pregnancy. So when we're pregnant, um, our spirit baby will be like really hanging around us. Um, 
so typically before we come to earth, this is what I believe, we make agreements with certain souls. So we actually have agreements with people in our lives. Um, you might hear, hear of them as soul contracts. I don't love calling them a contract because it's we have a lot of free will at play and we can change our, our paths at any time. But um, we have agreements with our parents, our loved ones, and our children um, based on things that we want to learn in this lifetime. We play certain roles for each other. And this is all sort of like predetermined in a way. And there's a there's a really incredible book actually called Journey of Souls. I don't know if you've heard of it. If I highly recommend that every single person reads it. It's written by a hypnotherapist who would do past life regressions. And he realized that he, there was like a session where he realized that he had regressed somebody not to a past life, but to like in between lives. And so he was able to, through, through then doing more of these sessions, be privy to like the conversations, almost like roundtable discussions that our souls, it's a lot of like planning that our souls do um, before they come to earth and incarnating. So yeah, it's just a really, really fascinating book. And there's also a, a story in there about about a baby uh, that I found like really, really fascinating because it really illuminates just how little control we have here on how, how much our little spirit babies actually make a lot of the decisions based on what's best for them when they come through. Um, yeah, it's just a really good book. I would highly recommend. Yeah. I check that out. So you, really like I don't know if specialize is the right word but you like specialize in spirit babies so how did you get into this like how did you start this spiritual journey so I've always been really sensitive um I'll I guess I'll like yeah share a little of my story maybe um I've always been drawn to babies and and children and um in my professional role I'm an as a nurse I work with babies in the neonatal intensive care unit and so part of my job is to attend high risk deliveries I'm part of the resuscitation team so if anything happens with the baby we we get the baby and we get the baby breathing and all that stuff and so there was a point in the last couple of years where I realized like I'm an earth baby greeter. Like I get to be one of the first people that greets this baby to earth. And it actually makes me emotional because it's such a blessing. Uh, but I guess this journey for me really started a couple of years ago. I'd actually started a lot before that, but we'll just start a couple of years ago um, <laughs> when I I got pregnant with um, my partner. We hadn't been trying at this point. We were just like really open to timing of whatever happened. And I ended up losing that pregnancy really, really quickly. I had what you would call like a chemical pregnancy. 
Mm-hmm. But as anyone who's ever had a, a miscarriage or a, ca- or a chemical pregnancy knows, like it's, it's devastating. Like your whole life changes and then you, you, it changes again. And there's a lot of grief that comes with that. And so it was, I just really wanted to understand like what happened to this soul? Did I lose the soul? Like, you know, why didn't, why wasn't it able to come? And all the while I was, you know, I believe in divine timing and all of that, but there's like a level of like, I'm still a human with emotions. And so I had a session with um, somebody that I've been seeing for a long time. She's a really, she's an intuitive that I really trust. And she was able to help me understand that this soul was a catalyst for me because what it did was it sent me down this path of studying Reiki and then finding um, my soul mentor and taking her courses and really didn't realize that I was going to be doing this for work, but I thought I was just kind of like doing it for my own personal development at the time. And so what my baby soul did was he like ushered me down this path that I like wouldn't have otherwise taken. I just got the chills. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, if I if that hadn't have happened. And so I, as I was doing my trainings, this is sort of a special interest that I took because I just want other women to have that same level of clarity um, and just like faith. And, and, and there was a little bit of a process that we took towards getting pregnant I had to move through a lot I was holding a lot of my body I was holding a lot of emotions I there was a lot of surrender that I had to do I was trying to control it and I moved through all of these phases that I realized they're all part of this like bigger picture of what people may have heard of conscious conception or I love to call it intentional conception because there's a lot of um, unexplained infertility in the world these days. And I feel like a lot of, you know, well, first of all, like one in four will experience a miscarriage. And a lot of women just, they, they have a long road to pregnancy. And I don't believe that it's all physical. Um, even though I work in like a science-based field, I see because I've experienced it and I've seen it with others that I've worked with now that this, there's so much more to it than just like the physical body and we hold a lot in our body. And so, yeah, I just feel really passionate about helping other women connect to their spirit babies and, and help them like move through some of those things. Yeah. It is so interesting with your background too. Like you said, like the science background, you being a nurse and then you being able to recognize like, okay, wait a second. Like this isn't just physical, like there's so much more. And, um, I mean, gosh, I feel like we could talk about that for hours. Like it's so deep with that. It's like, it's, it's really interesting. Um, so when someone comes to you for a reading, like, what does that look like for you? Like, how do you prepare for that? First, I'll say that um, there's there's different types of readings that people will receive. I feel like every intuitive is slightly different. And they call themselves something slightly different. And so 
I would describe the way that I receive my intuition as clairsentience and claircognizance, which is, that means that I get feelings and I get knowings. And sometimes I get visuals through what they call clairvoyance or clear seeing. But for me, it's mostly feelings and knowings. And when you live with that your whole life, it's kind of a confusing process, actually, to learn how to discern, like, that you're picking up information that other people don't. So that was actually a huge part of my journey was realizing that I had to learn how to, like, put words to things that I just inherently feel and know. And I wouldn't speak before because I just assumed that, like, everybody knew these things. Um, So I just... Yeah, I just feel like that's important to share because I'm not like seeing some like physical figure in front of me. Um, It's all very subtle. And so for my sessions, um, I like to prepare in advance. I don't think I will always do it this way, but there's like a part of me that likes to be prepared and (laughs) um, I do find that- You're talking to the right crowd. (laughs) All of us hockey girls, even if you're not in hockey, but like most of us are like type A, like to be prepared. So I totally get it. (laughs) Yeah. So that's me too. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think I'll always do it this way because I do find that once I'm with the person, the energy is a lot stronger and it's a lot clearer. So I'm kind of like spinning my wheels, but regardless, this is what I do. I like to prepare beforehand And I find that I'll actually start connecting to their energy prior to the session. So it can actually be kind of exhausting um, because I often won't sleep well the night before. Last night, knowing that we were coming into this, I I was like, of course, like, I'm not going to sleep tonight. And like, your spirit baby is going to be like coming to me. Um, So... Yeah. So what I do is I, I set like really strong intentions. I clear my energy. I ground my energy. I connect with your energy, the mother's energy. And then I'll just ask, um, if there's any spirit babies that want to come through, sometimes I'll get a feel for how many energies might be around them, but that's not, I don't claim to be super predictive. I know that with you, I, felt and I do still feel like very strong energies of gender but I I would say like my track record is pretty good but there have been a couple people that like where like I've it's mostly people that I'm close to that I'm like oh you're having a this and then like no um so I don't yeah claim to be super predictive but I can't really get a feel for like what the energy feels like does it feel feminine does it feel masculine is it a strong energy is it soft that kind of thing and then I'll just kind of yeah I just like feel into it any messages they want to share um I ask people to submit like questions in advance so that I can start um that I can ask like those questions too and I don't always get answers to them because um, they show me what what they want to. And so sometimes there's like a level of, I can't give you what you want to hear, but I give you like what you need to hear. And it's a lot like that. Um, 
I feel like I don't want to tell you something that's going to make you, you know, like that you need to figure out for yourself. And so I set those like really strong intentions beforehand. I'm not going to get that information. So sometimes I'll get information from your spirit guides or my spirit guides. Sometimes I'll be guided towards like a past life. Um, I do like to go to the Akashic records as well. Sometimes, sometimes I'm guided there and, and sometimes I'm not. So it really, I would say like every session probably looks a little bit different. And this is just for my spirit baby sessions. I do also really enjoy teaching because this is like something new that I'm realizing is everybody can communicate with their spirit babies. Everybody has the ability. So I like to empower you by giving you information of maybe how your spirit baby's already connecting to you, how maybe like what, where, maybe where you're strong in your intuition so that you can learn how to speak that language too. Um, Because yeah, I feel like a huge part of conception is really establishing this connection with our spirit babies because our spirit babies, they can give us a lot of information. They can guide us. They're super advanced souls. Um, So they can really guide us through our conception journeys too. What, can you explain what an Akashic record is? Did I say that right? Yep. Yeah, you did. Um, The Akashic records is, so it's basically a, an energetic library. Um, We all have like our own library our, it's it's the library of our souls. So it it contains information of all of our lifetimes, um, like our current lifetime, our past lives, our soul contracts. It's like a never-ending energetic library, essentially. Um, that I also see now really as like it's it sort of like puts a visual and words to the energy that we all feel like it's the information field. It's the quantum field. It's the bioenergetic field, the Akashic records. Like I feel like it's really all the same thing, but if you're, you know, it, it, it also gives you a point of focus. So for example, like when I'm in the Akashic records, I can ask to see a specific book and I can read this book but I'm, I'm reading words that's really just energy, right? But it gives you that like point of focus. Okay. So <laughs> I want to, no, I wanted to share with you because I, so there's certain things about like our reading that we did together that I totally remember. And I thought it was really cool. Like kind of going back to what you said about how you start picking up the energy, like several days in advance. Like I've actually never I've gotten several readings like in my life and I actually was like, I'm going to do one every year for my birthday. Cause I just like, it's, uh, it's, I love it. Like I seriously love getting readings and I think it's so interesting. Um, but you're the first person that was like, okay, I think we just need to start because I've been reading your energy for like the last few days. And I just want to like dive in. Like we like really did no like back, like we didn't talk before we just like went in, you really knew like nothing about me. Like we didn't follow each other on social media. Like you haven't seen any pictures of like me, my family, anything. 
And you were like, um, a little boy greeted me. I'm assuming you have like a, like a living child. Like he was like so excited and so eager to, to talk to me and like, show me your Akashic records. And like the way that you described him was just like, so spot on, um, which I, which was like straight off the bat, just like chilling, honestly. And then like the things that you shared with me, it was just, it's stuck with me like to this day. And I, I still think about it like all the time. And I don't, did I tell you about like my whole like unicorn story? I think we, I think we talked about it, but can you remind me? Yeah, because there's like something I really want to tell you. You're going to be like, holy crap. So when I did a reading back with Jamie, like a long time ago, she was like the first person that I was like, do you ever see me having a girl? Cause my husband has all boys. I'm like, I need a girl. Like I need a girl. She was like, yeah, I actually do just like ask her for a sign. And so the first thing that popped into my head was unicorn. I don't know why, but it was just, it's a unicorn. And so that very next day I was on a walk with one of my friends in Austria and there was like a car parked with a unicorn, just like facing out the back of the car. And I was like, you know, I stopped in my tracks. So I was like, that's, that's a very, like, that's a sign, right? Like, you know, but it's like, you kind of question yourself. And I remember in our reading together, you were like, she has been sending you signs for a long time. Like you need to, you need to like acknowledge this, like basically, because I, I was like always making excuses like, oh, unicorns are like popular or whatever. So get this. I'm, I go, my husband's on the road. I decide to go to Prague with my son because I'm like, he's gone for three days. Like I've never been to Prague. I've always wanted to go. It's three hours away. So I get in the car. I drive to Prague on the way home. I am in the middle of nowhere. I'm not in Prague. I'm in the Czech Republic. Like I'm halfway home. There's nothing around. And I'm sitting there. My son's asleep in the back seat of the car. This is like, I'm pretty sure this was like a month or like a couple weeks after our reading. And I was like talking, talking to my daughter, I guess I was going to say myself, but I was like, all right, baby girl, like if you are coming into this world soon, give me a sign. I was like, it can be whatever you want to be, but I want it to be loud. And I want it to be something that I don't have to look for while I'm driving. I want it to be like, this is a sign. You know what I mean? Cause I found myself always questioning these things all of a sudden it wasn't like, you know, then I'm, I'm still kind of looking at like license plate, like, hmm, will like a unicorn come up or something. Anyways, like I think 15 to 30 minutes later, I'm driving. There's a gas station. There's a huge totem pole with a picture of a unicorn. So I'm like, holy shit. And then I keep going on the building. The, the gas station was called unicorn in huge letters. Like I'm talking like probably like the size of like this entire like room, it spelt out unicorn. And I was just like, <gasps> like, just like full body chill. Like I was like, I, I, I was like floored. Like I, I couldn't even, it was the most like amazing, powerful, like I'm coming and I'm coming now. Like, and, and the next month we conceived her, but it was just like, there's no way I could have like, that could have been just a random coincidence. Like I asked for a big sign and she gave it to me. And I had to tell you that because it was just the crazy experience. And that is kind of what I've always believed in signs. And I feel like I am like a pretty intuitive person. 
But for some reason, I question them when it happens to myself. And I don't know why I do that. But that to me was kind of something where I was like, this is not a coincidence. Like this, this is a sign. Oh my gosh. I love that. I was just like trying to hold in my, my laughter. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. And I feel like that's kind of human nature. We all do that. Um, I even do that myself sometimes. And I'll be like, oh, like maybe that wasn't the sign. Like maybe I need like a signier sign, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm more Um, adultier adult. Yes. (laughs) I actually have a funny story to share about the signs with my son. Yes. Um, So (laughs) I was really, I really believed that he was going to come early, probably because I'm the NICU nurse and I work with babies that come early. I didn't think he was going to be premature, but I thought like, there's no way I'm going to make it to 40 weeks, even though most first time moms do. And I think that it was just like that part of me that like didn't want to go post dates, you know, that was like kind of in denial looking back. But I tried, I literally had like a graph in my notebook of like, okay, baby, are you coming early or are you come like are you coming before 40 weeks or are you coming after 40 weeks? I used my pendulum, I used oracle cards I used signs and I used like just my intuition and I got different answers for every single thing it was like so it was not even um it wasn't helpful and then so my signs were water if it was gonna be like a watermelon if he was gonna be like early and it was gonna be a sloth if um he was gonna be late and I kept getting both signs. Like I would see the watermelon and then I would be this like song that would get stuck in my head about watermelons. And then we would like see a sloth and it was just like so unhelpful. Basically he was just telling me like, you need to chill. Like I'm coming when I'm coming. And the funny thing is now I've been noticing that all his like like there's so many baby things that have sloths. And so I'll like see this like sloth on like his outfit or like a sloth, like on his little like jungle gym thing. And I'll be like, oh, uh-huh. it's like rubbing like salt in the moon because, well, he did end up coming at like 41 and two. <laughs> Bless your heart. So that yeah, is, I cannot imagine. Both my babies came at 39 weeks on the dot. And I'm like, I cannot imagine going over that. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, like that's impressive that you were able to like stay sane because towards the last like couple weeks, it's like, you're so impatient. You're like, okay, like I'm physically done. I'm mentally done. Like, please exit. And that would be great. But that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, It's so funny. Like you just, you want to like, you want answers and like you want to control, but you just can't. (laughs) So did you intuitively know that he was going to be a boy? I did. Yes. I was very, I, so it's funny because I've always wanted girls. Like I always pictured myself as a girl mom. I'm like pretty girly. I don't, yeah, I don't really like, I don't like getting dirty. I don't like, I don't play sports. Like I'm, I just, I know girls, like I danced growing up. Like, so I always pictured myself having girls, but I knew, I knew he was going to be a boy. Did you ask for signs? Is that how you found out? Or did you just like know in your heart and soul it was a boy? 
I think it was just a feeling like a knowing that I had. Um, I know that we had pulled some cards that where he had told us he was going to be an Aries, which he was. But uh, I don't remember like if I asked for signs if he was going to be a boy or not. We actually found out like pretty early on because we did the blood test and I didn't have to like wait too long. Yeah, um, I didn't wait the full pregnancy like a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So can can two spirit babies like if say you have two spirit babies for you, can they both be sending you signs at the same time, or is it typically the one that's like coming next? Yeah, I feel like that would be really individual. I would wonder like you know, for those that are maybe going to have twins, maybe there would be two signs, but it also might be just like really complicated that way. I mean, it's interesting that you, you felt like you would always have girls and it kind of made me just think like, oh, maybe like you intuitively know that you'll have a girl like next, if you want more kids kind of situation. And I think like for me with my son, I intuitively knew I was going to have boys. I, my husband has all boys. Like uh, my dad has five brothers. Like I knew I would have a boy. And I Mm -hmm. think I want, like, I wanted a boy of course, but I also really wanted a girl. And so it was like one of those things where I like for before he was, before we knew the gender with my son, I was like, oh, I think it's going to be a girl, but I deeply knew it was a boy, but it was like, I was almost trying to say that to myself because I thought I would never get my girl. I don't know if this is even making any sense, but it's just interesting how it like played, how your mind can like kind of play tricks on you almost. And it's like, no, like everything happens the way it's supposed to and when it's supposed to. Yeah. And we get like, we get what we need, not what we want, but I totally understand that because I feel really strongly that our next baby is going to be a girl. We have like a name. I've actually always had a name. Um, and we see this name everywhere, both my partner and I, and if it's not a girl, like I'm going to cry and I'm going to be so shocked. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's okay too, though. I think we need to normalize also like gender disappointment because I have said that like from day one, and it's not that I like wouldn't have been happy obviously with another boy, but I was like, so wanted a girl for my second that I was like, I'm going to be disappointed if I don't. And I think a lot of people don't talk about that and they feel a lot of like shame about that. And I think that's like totally normal to like want a certain gender, but like, obviously at the end of the day, you're going to be happy with whatever you have. But I think we, we should normalize that as a society that it's okay to feel that way. Yeah, let's normalize that because I felt that too. Um, It was sort of like, you know, you feel it and then you, you move past it and then you meet your baby and you're like, okay, like I wouldn't, you know, have it any other way, but like, I feel, yeah, I actually normalize. I, I, I tried to coach somebody through this recently. Like I won't name like who it was, but she was convinced that she was going to have a girl for whatever reason they hadn't like had the test yet or anything and she was already upset about it because she's like I have always wanted boys like I want to be a boy mom and she was having this like preemptive gender disappointment and 
I just was like, this is so normal and it's okay to feel this way. And you're still going to love your baby, but like, it's totally fair. And then it's, she ended up having a boy. Okay. <laughs> Did you have like any crazy, like, what are the most crazy, exciting, cool stories that like have still sat with you today through your readings that you could share? Cause I love hearing about mm-hmm. things like this. Maybe not to do with the readings that I've done, but I've done a couple of healings for two of my friends who were taking a little while to conceive and they ended up getting pregnant very shortly after. And so that to me showed just how much power there is in like intention and energy and just like moving energy and, you know, like feeling our feelings, um, feeling our fears, uh, acknowledging them. Actually, there is a story that's coming to mind. It's not to do with my readings, but it is to do with spirit babies and my friend who, and her birth of her baby. So I, I love this story because it really shows you the power of like energy. So this was a really close friend of mine. Um, she, so, so, so back it up. I <laughs> have a, de- I have a device. It's called a Healy and it has the ability to connect to energy across time and space. And very shortly after I got my Healy, I realized like, if I can connect to you know, somebody across the world. Um, it connects to people through intention, through the power of quantum entanglement. Then, and everything is energy. Why couldn't I connect to spirit babies with this? Um, the This device also can give us, it gives us codes. It, it assesses your energy. It gives you information. It has codes for things like that are karmic, past life, um, ancestral, fam- family stuff. And I believe that these little data points can be manipulated by spirit and our spirit babies to, to connect and, and get messages. Um, so I had heard of some women being supported through their births of their babies using the Healy through um, whether they were using it themselves or other people were sending them frequencies and they just had these like beautiful, amazing births. So I had said to my friend, like, I can send you frequencies through your labor. Like I'm happy to do it. I had already connected to her and I had connected to her spirit baby prior. So she let me know the moment she was going into labor. So I was, she's a first time mom. I knew it was going to take a while. I was kind of scanning them every like few hours. And then I would send them like all these beautiful frequencies to help like, you know, her with like pain and keeping her calm and like all this stuff. And there was a point where, you know, the spirit baby, the, her aura, it gives you, it gives you a graph of the chakra system. Um, And I could really tell that she was really in her upper chakra still, which told me like, she's still in the spirit world. Like she's not fully in her body yet. Then three hours, a few hours before she was born. And we kind of collaborated after just on the timeline. Um, all of a sudden her root chakra went to like a hundred percent. And I just get chills because 
at that point, she was giving me messages of like, I'm in my body. The root chakra is all about like our physical. It's like the earthly stuff. And so when I see like, oh, your root chakra is like a hundred percent, she had just come into her body. So at that point I was like, the spirit baby is like, she's coming soon. She's in her body. Um, and then a few hours later, heart chakra was a hundred percent. And our heart chakra is like our love and connection, our family. And she was giving me messages through the Healy, like I'm feeling groundless joy. And it was so beautiful. I, when my friend and I, you know, talked after she was like, yeah, that was when I was like holding my baby for the first time. Like that was like when she was born and, and now now she has this, like, I don't know, this like quantification of like her baby's energy, like as she was like coming through the birth portal and like making her journey outside. And it was just like really cool to see. Um, so yeah, that was, it's like, maybe not the story that you were like thinking that you would get, no, but I like mean, a really cool story. <laughs> that's amazing. And I've also been like following your Healy journey too. I think it's like so fascinating. Are you going to be offering readings with that? So I do, I have a few different like offerings. I, I do have like the spirit baby one and I do have one that's like specifically for like it's specifically using the Healy, the frequencies, because I, it, it also has what's called a coaching app where you put in like an intention. And so I saw the power of this with women who are trying to conceive, right? Because we're often we're blocked and we just don't know where, where in our energy we're blocked, where, where, what is it? Is it to do with our mindset? Is it to do with like our connection? Is it to do like, what is it? Is it a family? Um, like something like in your relationship with your mom that you need to heal. It's so different for everybody. And this, um, yeah. So through, through sessions with the Healy and using the coaching app and the aura, we're able to get a really good idea of where you're blocked because it's going to scan your energy and it's going to take the intention that you're setting and it's going to compare them. And it's going to say like, where are you out of coherence with this? And what are the blocks in your energy that are blocking you from this intention of like getting pregnant or having a healthy pregnancy or whatever. And there's a lot of power in landing our awareness on those things. And there's also the ability to send frequencies that are really individualized for the person to help start to shift some of those things really subconsciously. So yeah, that is going to be like one of my offerings for sure. That's amazing. And where can people find you and book book a reading with you if they want? So my Instagram is matrescent mama. It's, um, matrescence means like the journey through and into motherhood. And I just really love that word because it's kind of all encompassing. We're all on the journey, whether we're wanting to conceive or we're in motherhood, um, or you're in a, you're years into it. Um, and so, yeah, it's spelled M A T R E S C. Wait, <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Don't worry about it. It's early for you. <laughs> And it's like for me, and I still don't know how to spell. 
put it in the show notes. Yeah. And I also have um, a website, but everything you can find through the link in my bio. So there's also something that I've been creating. It's a, it's going to be a five week group spirit baby immersion. I'm, I'm really excited for this because I'm going to teach you how to connect to your intuitions. We're going to learn like the basics of intuition, um, like how to connect, good practices, what what types of intuition are there so that you can learn like where you're strong. And then there's going to be a week of ener- the energetics of conception. So learning about like all the sort of like the different ways that we could possibly be blocked. There's going to be a little like brief, you know, touch on the chakra system because it's very connected. Um, So yeah, learning about like the energetics of conception and like how we can overcome these blocks that we could potentially have. Then there's going to be a week of like spirit babies and learning how to connect with them and learning about them. And then there's going to be a week of, healing. So there's going to be like a group healing. Um, there's also going to be a week of practice, like a practice circle where we all will like put all this knowledge that we're learning into practice and like practice reading each other's spirit babies, because there's a lot of power in being together in a group. This is what I've learned through like my trainings is you're, you're, you're hearing what other people are saying and what they're picking up and you're like, oh, I felt the same thing. And it's validating. And then you learn, it just like helps you learn how to access your intuition. Um, and then I'm also including a one-on-one session with me with this whole package. So I'm really hoping that it's going to be like a container where women can, you know, meet other supportive like-minded women and hopefully like, you know, have a community that goes past the program, but also have this like beautiful immersion of like spirit babies and helping you learn how to connect and whatever, wherever your journey is. Cause it, it doesn't matter if you're like, you know, one day I want to have a baby or if you're like trying right now, or if you're trying for another, it's, it's kind of like for like for any anyone so yeah I'm really 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 excited for that by the time this podcast comes out you'll be able to find that through my website oh my gosh that's amazing okay well send me all the info for that because I would love to share to my page if to put in the show notes like anything you need to help promote this I definitely think there's girls in our community that would sign up for that for sure Um, And that's a good point. What you said too, like, it doesn't matter if you're like actively conceiving or this is something in the future. Cause I know like for me, when I wanted to start connecting with like my girl spirit baby, like I was, my son was a few months old. Like I was not in a place where I was like actively trying or like anywhere ready to have one, but I just like wanted to start making that connection. And I think that it's like, it would have been amazing to talk to you then too, even though I wasn't in that stage of like you know, this is, (laughs) this is something I want right now in the moment. So I think whatever season of life you're in, if you've dealt with miscarriages and fertility, anything like that, I think, um, there's a lot of validation that comes with speaking to you too. And I, I think it's very healing. I think it's amazing, um, what you do. And I wanted to go back to one thing because I wanted to ask this earlier, but I forgot if someone listening is like, 
I've never connected to my spirit baby. I want to have kids, but like, how do I start? Like, what do I do? Like, what do I ask for? Like, what's like the kind of general, uh, advice, I guess that you would give to kind of start that process for someone? Yeah. So first I would just say that I I feel like we have this perception of like what it looks like to connect sometimes that's more complicated than it really is. We're, cause we're all, we're always receiving signs. We just need to learn like how to recognize them. So first what I would say is <clears throat> set the intention, just set the intention to connect. Um, be, you're already going to shift your energy because you're going to be open to sort of like anything that's coming through, start noticing. You can do it by like asking them for a sign. Um, You can set a sign. Whatever comes to your mind probably is the sign. Um, Or you can also like reflect to like, oh, maybe I I have been seeing all of these signs. I've been getting like feathers all the time. I've been getting this. Like it's going to really be different for everybody. And then I would say that you can also have like really intentional moments where you connect with them. And I would say whatever modality you are drawn to is, is a really good way for you. So for example, if you enjoy, like if you have Oracle cards, you can like shuffle the cards with the intention of getting a message from your baby. And then whatever card you pull, it's a message from your baby. Um, you can also, if you're like a journaler, you can do like journaling or free writing, asking them questions and then just writing down whatever comes to mind. Like, don't overthink it. The practice is going to get stronger with time. I would also say like meditating. If you're a meditator, like you can connect with them in meditation, just setting the intention. And I mean, there's so many, excuse me. There's so many ways to connect, even just talking out loud or singing to them, doing things that make you feel like a child again, really connecting to our inner child helps, you know, helps us connect to them. So I would say, yeah, those are like all ways that you can start. Perfect. I love that answer. Okay. So you told me you didn't sleep all last night and we talked about Carly doing like a little mini reading on me on the podcast, because I know that you guys loved it when I did that in the past. So I wanted to do it today too. Um, so I guess we'll just like dive in and I'll let you kind of like lead and I'll listen. We'll just start by both of us taking a deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. And as you take another deep breath in, Just imagining golden white light coming down through the top of your head, filling up your heart, connecting our hearts, and releasing it through your mouth. And I'm just going to ask that a spirit baby that wants to come through, if they want to come through, can step forward. Yeah, so this is the energy that I've been feeling. 
Um, it, and are you open to like a gender if I like happen to? Yeah. yeah. So to me, there's an energy that's, you know, like it's a, it feels like a male energy, feels very masculine to me, um, a very strong energy. And I'm almost like getting the color green. Um, really confident, um, kind of like cool, calm, collected energy, but also like kind of witty. Um, there's this like, like, yeah, this like cool side and this like confident side, but then there's also this like kind of goofy side. And I'm actually in my mind's eye, I'm actually seeing this as a, um, like a child, like I'm seeing, like he's showing me like his, like his child form almost. Um, and to me, it feels like he is, he's always like around you. Like he wants you to know that like, he's always like, he like plays with your kids and he like hangs around you guys. Um, do you have any questions for him? That actually kind of like almost made me cry. You just saying that, um, I guess are there, are there any signs that he sends me that I can look out for? that I'm maybe not recognizing now that he's sending me like, hello, trying to get your attention kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm getting the feeling like he just wants you to know like, it's okay. Like he just, he's kind of like recognizing, kind of getting emotional a little bit. Like he wants you to know that like, like you're kind of like in it right now, it seems like, and, and then it's okay that like, if you haven't been noticing or, you know, setting the time to connect, like you will, you'll be ready. And, and like, you'll know, um, you'll know when you're ready. So yeah, he just like wanted to make that really clear, um, that he's like sending you lots of love and just because he's there, like, doesn't, yeah, he's not like taking offense to any, like <laughs> anything. Um, so oh, <laughs> uh, it's making me emotional. This is yeah, but I like it's weird because like as you're saying that, like I can like as we're having this conversation, I feel like I can feel like his energy. Like it's really weird. Like I can't explain it because I normally feel like I don't like feel that, I guess. But like as we're having this conversation, I just like even when I was like closing my eyes and you were like, if the, if there's a spirit baby here that wants to connect like can you step forward and I also saw like a little boy stepping forward and like I've all like I've known my next child will be a boy because I think we want three <laughs> you'll have to tell me if there's another one floating around but uh yeah like I just I don't know I just I feel that that's so beautiful um yeah he's so as for like a sign um I'm kind of like, he's like, so I will say like, um, to like, you can set, you can make any sign that you want, um, with him to be like going forward, but he's kind of showing me like a balloon <laughs> and it's like a balloon that's like multicolored. Like it has, a, it's like a rainbow balloon. Um, so yeah, maybe like pay attention to that or maybe like that's a message for you 
I have, um, have you heard that? Well, I'm sure you've heard this, but the, that pacifiers can be signs. I haven't heard that. <laughs> really? No. Yeah. Some people say that like pacifiers will show up in like super random spots and it's like a sign. And actually yesterday I was at the park and there was a blue pacifier where I was sitting like to the day before today, like when we're doing our reading and it made me go, is this a sign? Yeah. And I feel like, like, he's kind of like, yeah, it's a sign. Like if, if you think it's a sign and if you're like wondering if it's a sign, it's probably a sign. And yeah, he's kind of like funny about that. Like, he's like, I'm just getting this energy of like, yeah, like <laughs> it was a sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay I have a question just for fun like does he feel like there's any other energies for me like are there any other spirit babies for me so when I'm like when I'm feeling into it um I'm not like I'm so the door I feel like the door is like not closed on that. Um, I'm not like seeing any, any others, but yeah. So he's kind of showing me like a door and my interpretation of that is like, the door is open um, okay. if you want, because like, you know, we talked about before, we do have a lot of free will. And even though maybe you like made this plan to, you know, have three babies in this lifetime, there's still going to be another spirit that you can call in that like maybe isn't attached to a parent yet that would probably like love to come through that door. Like I'm getting chills. Um, but like that is like totally your decision if you if you choose um, to go down that path. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel too. Um, for whatever reason, and I don't know if like this makes any sense to you because this is kind of what like I've been shown for like a, a day or so now, but he's like showing me like water, like waves. Um, and I wonder, I wonder if that means anything to you, but what it feels like to me is, um, it's just kind of like, it's kind of the space that you're in right now in your motherhood of, of sort of like you're in it, like you're in, maybe like you're in the current or like you're, the ground's not like super stable. Um, it just feels like a little bit kind of like this. Yeah. And, um, I think he's just like acknowledging that and uh it's like he's just kind of waiting for the, the the waves to like level out a little bit and then um please do <laughs> and then he'll yeah he'll be able to like make his transition here and I also really feel like he's really connected to your husband like this just this feeling of um of being like a, like a daddy's boy um and he's like gonna want to spend a lot of time with him like he's he's yeah he feels like 
he's coming for you, but he's also like coming for your husband. And I feel that too. I think that there's children that come like specifically for one parent, like they come for both. Right. Because like, as you were talking about like soul contracts and stuff, but like they might be like, and I was telling my husband about this, like a couple of weeks ago, but like how, I think you mentioned this actually when we did our reading, but like how like Skylar was like, she's coming for me, but mm-hmm. she has a soul contract with my husband, but like, she's specifically like, we have like a very deep, like just connection. I don't know what the, the word is, but that's like how I feel. Um, and it's interesting that you said that too, because also in your reading, you know, nothing about me at this point before we did that, you were like, I don't know why, but I'm getting like, like something like he's going to need your husband for something. Like your husband does something that he is going to be able to teach him. And it like seriously gave me like the chills because I was like instantly in my head, I was like hockey (laughs) because you're like, it's not like the world book of records, but it's like, it's something that he's going to be really good at. And he's going to need your husband's help to get there. And like, I was just like, holy crap. Yeah. He's like, like almost like he's going to like follow in his footsteps. Like he's going to be like his biggest role model. Oh, that's so cool. That's really, oh, thank you. Thank you for reminding me of like all of this because I. You do so many readings. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, is there anything else that he is saying or. I feel like he's just, he's like kind of like giving you a hug. Like he wants to like give you this like massive hug and yeah there's just like a lot of like love coming from him um he's like just really excited to meet you one day oh hopefully yeah, not too soon that's I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always joke I'm like two under two I'm like the next one I think needs to be like several years down the road but <laughs> totally which is why I wonder if he's like coming to me in like a more mature form um because I don't always see them like that like I don't always see like a a form like that um, oh my gosh, I just got the chills that's yeah that's kind of a good like point because yeah, yeah I'm like when my kids are like five like or my son is five or six like maybe then because I you know my kids will be older and then I can have like a little baby and like that's how I see it in my mind and I'm like I definitely don't want like a two-year age I mean I I it's it's tough right now like like you mentioned like the waves and everything like it's meant to be this way but I think like in the future I want to have like him be like my baby and like the last like like to complete our family essentially so that's kind of interesting that he's showing up as like you know, like a, like a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really want to validate you on that. Cause that feels really true for me. I'm like getting chills and like, if that's how you picture your family, then that's absolutely like, I just want to give you permission for that too, you know? Cause yeah, like it's really hard having two under <laughs> two littles. Like it's even having one, I'm like, underwater so yeah Yeah. like and you do it all with like and you do a podcast and you like you're traveling like you're not even like super like rooted and like you're home and it's a lot so give yourself a lot of grace yeah thank you well 
yeah, that was, that was really cool. I'm glad we did that. I think, I mean, like I felt emotional as you were saying that. And I feel like that's like validating in itself. Like I just really felt, you know, his energy there. When you finish doing a reading, do you like send this, like, how does that work? Like, do you send the spirit baby off yourself or like how, like, is that a weird question? No, it's not weird. I do like to, um, like set the intention that they go back to like the spirit baby realm. Um, and so like, as, as like, you're talking, I'm like, kind of like closing our energy down and I'm like grounding myself and I'm saying like, thank you to him. Like, thank you for being here. And, um, like, yeah, like you can go back and like, obviously he's like always around you, but like, I'm not going to be requiring so much of him. Um, yeah. And like, maybe like he can let me sleep tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Please let I'm like looking up, please let her sleep. Let her yeah, sleep. like, yeah. And this mama wants some sleep too. So yeah, and me too. Don't forget about me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast and just sharing all about what you do and who you are. And I love chatting with you always. Um, I will plug all of your info in the show notes. If there's anything else you want to send me, just let me know. But I appreciate you being here with me. And obviously we will. We will chat soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun and such an honor. So yeah, I had a lot of fun.